the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. In steadfast obedience to God's call upon his life, Pastor Rander continues to challenge us with stimulating questions that we must answer if we are to live a committed, God-filled life. We cannot reach our full potential short of giving God, rather than this world, our very best. The only way we can maximize our God-given capacity is to walk by faith at all times and in all things. God's Word tells us that we must look to the hills for help. Where does our help come from? It comes from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. Thank you for joining us today. As you listen in, you'll want to take notes. So keep pen and paper handy. There are relationships some of y'all tied into you should have cut loose a long time ago. And it's a drag on your life. Those are weights. And you have to want, you have to be determined with the Holy. And let me tell you something. You cannot cut or loose the weights by your own fleshly strength. I say it again then, okay. <laughs> you cannot cut or loose the weights that's keeping you from running the successful Christian race in your own fleshly strength. Scripture says not by power, not, not by power, not by power, not by might, but by his spirit. The Bible says in Ephesians 6.10, be strong in the Lord. You need the Holy Spirit's enablement to cut a loose folk who are a drag on your life. That you got to have some holy boldness. You, I mean, that, that in order for you to begin to take up, take off, and soar like an eagle. Number four, if you're going to have the best year ever, we must learn to live by faith. Say by faith. You got to learn to live by faith if you're going to have the best year ever. Second Corinthians 5, 7 says, for we walk by faith, not by sight. Hebrews chapter 1 and also verse 6 of that same chapter says, Hebrews 1, 11, 11, 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Uh, verse 6 of that same chapter says, But without faith, it is impossible to please him. If you don't have faith, you can't, don't even attempt to please God because you can't. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Now, let me give you my definition the Lord gave me of faith. Just put this together. I want to give it to you. Faith, listen what it is. Listen. listen. Faith is to confidently trust on and rest in the authority and truthfulness of God's word without evidence. That's faith. Let me give it to you again. Faith is to what? Confidently. Say confidently. Trust. That's to believe, to trust. And, and when you're trusting in God, you can rest 
in the authority and truthfulness of God's word without evidence. Believing even though you can't see. I mean, we've not seen Jesus Christ with our naked eye, but we believe he is, right? That's why our faith is greater than the disciples. Thomas was able to to touch Jesus' nail press and so forth. We We believe the report even though we haven't seen. Haven't seen. You believe this book by faith. You come to Christ by faith. You live by faith and you die in the faith. Whole lot. You say, well, I just don't see it. There's a whole lot of things you don't see you believe. You know, protons and neutrons and atoms and some of y'all have never seen under your hood, but you, you believe it, you, but you believe it's there. Huh? Some of you don't even know how to raise the hood up, but you believe. You, all of you in here exercise faith. You sat in that chair and you did not test it to see if it would hold you up. You just believed by faith. Huh? How you know they go into the moon? They could just show you some pictures. You've never been to the moon. But you look at technology and image. How you know those are made up images just to say, hey, we showed you this, but they've never been, never. You don't know. <laughs> By faith. Technology can show you all this stuff, fast stuff, but we know man's been to the moon. But, but you believe all that by what? By faith. By faith. By faith. And I'm going to say something. When Jesus is the object of your faith, oh, God, help me now. When Jesus is the object of your faith, number one, you won't be so easily offended. And when you look under Jesus, folk can't run you away from the church. You're not so quick to quit ministry. You're not so quick to leave your family and to leave your husband or leave your wife. You're not so, you're not so quick to stop pursuing whatever you're trying to pursue. By faith, you won't be, he, he hurt my feelings. Well, that pro, let me tell you something. That professor gives you stuff you don't like too, but you stay in there and you're going to do the assignment because you want that what? Degree. You take it. Oh, that boss, he challenged me. He fussed me. He wrote me up. But you, you come on back to work. You don't say, well, you know what? I'm walking off the job. No, you stay on in there and you deal with it because you know you get off that job. It may be who knows when when you get another job. A lot of folk want to be where you are. Huh? So easily offended. You, oh, I quit. I ain't coming back. Yeah, this, this. <laughs> Stop being a big whining crybaby and grow up by. You won't be so easily offended. Number two, you won't be paralyzed by fear in perilous times. You know, it's going to take faith to live in this year and beyond. You know what? How in that readiness center, I, I keep going back to that Colleen incident. We're so quick to move on to the next thing. Now, folk not calling it terrorism, but that was an act of terrorism. And those people were just getting in and they were going through, they were just transitioning. They didn't have any weapons on them. They was in this specialized room. And this guy comes in there and kill up all those folk. Now, let me ask you this question. I want you to hear me well. Y'all listening. If you can't be safe in a readiness center on a military base, now they had guards at the gates, 
They had armory all around. They had high security. They had all that. They had all of this intricate stuff that I can't even call. But yet from within, all those folk get massacred. So my question to you, if you can't be safe on Fort Sam or at Randolph, where else can you be safe? I'm not trying to scare you, but I'm just stating the fact. And the only way you're going to live, and that's what people want to do. They want to par- They want to scale you, put you in a shell. I ain't going out. Oh, it's dangerous out there. But you go out on New Year's Eve night and drink and shake your booty and everything else. That terrorist can strike anywhere. What, you, you, what am I trying to t- I'm trying to get through. God help me preach this message. I'm trying to say, if you're going to live and have the best year ever, you're going to have to get out of politics and the media and all this stuff and shut off some of this stuff that creates a fear factor and begin to read your Bible so your faith can be strengthened. Because Satan wants to scare you out of a confident walk with God. You see, but the Bible says in Timothy, in the last days, perilous times will come. They're already here. We don't know what's next. I dread to think about it. Number three, listen to this one. By faith, you'll take spirit-led risk that will stretch you into new dimensions in Christ. Spirit-led risk. That will take you into new dimensions in Christ. This church is where she is today because of the leadership of this church that was willing to take risk to be able to step out when we had no money, to be able to believe God by faith in a little YMCA building. Little one room, a little small group of people. We had no way knowing all of this was going to come out of that. I, I remember time I was back out on the streets and God took me off the streets and started a new work. And now look what we are recipients of. By faith. By faith. To be able to start a building program and not have all the funds in the, in the bank by Faith. If you have to have every I dotted and every T crossed before you can make a move, you have no faith. You know, God wants you to stretch out on him and take some, I didn't say any kind, I didn't say foolish risk. I didn't say crazy risk. Now don't get me, now, no, don't, don't lie on me. I said what kind of risk? Spirit-led risk. That's right. Uh-uh. Peter said, Lord, if that's you, let me come to you out on that water. <laughs> Jesus said, come. And can't you see him stepping out of that boat on that water? Had he ever walked on water before? Had he ever seen anybody walk on water apart from Christ? And he steps on water. Now, you know, that's a risk in that deep water to believe God's word is going to hold you up as you walk toward the Savior. And you know what? That man took the risk, began to walk on water, and only began to sink when he took his eyes off of Jesus 
and started looking at the boisterous winds and the elements. And he began to sink. Jesus grabbed him and said, oh, ye of little faith. But I give him some credit. He did get out the boat. The other level, they, I ain't getting out there. He, they said, Peter, you crazy. Don't you get out there. Can you imagine being on a cruise ship out in the Mr. Pacific Ocean? And Jesus said, come and you're going to step out on the water and you're going to come. They think, you, they think you would be as nutty as a fruitcake. It took faith. You know what? This year, I'm, I, am I getting through to somebody? Oh, God help me. This year is your year to get out the boat. Get out of the boat. You're too comfortable in the boat. Get out of the boat as led by the spirit and be willing to take spirit led risk that will lead you into new adventures with Christ. Uh, God wants to do a new thing with you. God wants to send you to levels you couldn't even imagine. But you got to be able to take some risk that you never thought you could take. But you can take them if you keep your eyes on Jesus. Let me strengthen your faith by giving you some examples of faith. You ready? Let me give you some examples of faith. And I'll see if I can see where we go after this. Examples of faith. By faith, number one, you've been praying for years for someone you love to be saved Someone you love to be liberated from addiction. You've been praying for years for someone you love to change their lifestyle. And even to this day, without results. How many of you know somebody like that? You pray for somebody's salvation, somebody's addiction, and they've, they've not been liberated. You haven't seen their lifestyle. They still live in the same old way. And yet you've been praying fervently. How do you keep praying for somebody that has not changed in 20 years? By what? By faith. Noah kept preaching for 120 years that it was going to what? Rain. And you know that flood came? He waited a long time before the promises of God was fulfilled. And all I'm saying to you is that all results are not short term. Everything you won't even see. The person you've been praying for may come to grips with himself or herself, get right with God after your death. After you die, everything you ask for is not for you to see. Oh, God. Everything you ask for is not for you. Some things you will pray for in your lifetime will come to pass after you are in glory. And God will have to tell you about what happened down there. You see, that's by faith. By faith, number two, By faith, you have trusted God through the death of babies or young children. You know, it's it's tough when mama died and when daddy died and sisters and brothers who've been living for 30, 40, 50, 60, 80 years die. But you know who the the toughest is when it's stillborn babies and when there are babies who die at three months old, one year old. And the parents have a helpless little life that hasn't begun to live right in the palm of their hand, lifeless. You know what's hardest is when you have a child that's five-year-old that died. Maybe accidentally the parent ran over them, backed over them, or whatever happens. Things happen beyond our control, and they pound themselves with guilt. You know, young children, teenagers die. 
before they get out of high school or just after high school. 20 years old, 21 years old, gone. And that's why I tell folk to get right with God now because death doesn't care about your age nor your color. By faith, you have believed God. You have to believe God to take care of you after the loss of employment. How many of you in here have been, you've lost a job last year, a year before, or maybe a couple of years ago, and all the while you were without job, you had a roof over your head, you kept eating, and perhaps you didn't lose weight, but you gained some weight. Let me see some hands in here. Do I have some witnesses in here? In there, why don't you just stand up? Why don't you just stand up? You need to stand up. Do I have a witness in the house? God still kept you. You looking good. You didn't lose a meal. Didn't lose a pound. By faith. You know what? When that job goes, it's not the job that keeps you. It's the Lord that keeps you. Because if it, was, if it was a job, even when you off that job, you'd be out of here. By faith. By faith. By faith, you believe God even when the wicked prosper and the righteous suffer and the righteous suffer. You know, you look around and see wicked folk. They got diamonds on all the hands, glittery grills all in their mouth. He, he, he. They can do a drug cut, a drug deal and have a hundred thousand dollars. Uh, they can steal and do all this stuff and live in mansions. They can cut one rap record full of cussing and degrading women and, and get a gold platinum or whatever that stuff called. And, and you sitting here on minimum wage. You say, well, God, I'm serving you. I, I thought you said you're going to take care of me. How come I don't have all that? I'm going to tell you something. You've lost sight of the fact that you have more than that. Because you have a heavenly father who owns the cattle of a thousand hills. I mean, you're talking about a little, little one piece, one carat diamond. And you're walking on gold up there. Listen, you rich and don't know. It's bad to be rich and don't even know you're rich. You got wealth because, because your father is rich in houses and land. So don't you worry about folk who are evil. They can cheat. And get away with it. You cheat, get caught, and serve 10 years. Huh? You know what? I'm going to tell you something. Thank you, Holy Ghost. When you do something wrong, God's going to make sure you get caught. You know why? Because you know better. And he expects more out of you, and he's going to blow your cover. He's going to blow your cover. He's going to whoop you. And you know what? He's not going to give you a private whooping. He'll give you a public whooping. The grandma used to do that. Wherever you showed out, that's where you got it. <laughs> Number five, uh, by faith, you have to believe God even after hearing a dismal doctor's report. How do you salvage your life? How do you go on when the doctor begins to shake their head and say, we're going to experiment on you and we don't even know if that's going to work? Stage four cancer or this or that or whatever it is. And you have to believe God and make the most of each day with that kind of report. And without you only got one year. Don't you believe that? God determines your number of days, not man. Not man. Number six. By faith, you've hung in there and trusted God through a difficult marriage. 
And the only reason you haven't let him or her go, your wife or your husband go, is because of your commitment to Scripture and you waited on the Lord until he begins to work some things out when you couldn't see a thing and God began to make a turn. God saves difficult people. The quickest way out is not a bell out. It's trusting God through the issues. Now, I realize that there are biblical grounds for divorce. There's very, very few, but that ought to be seldom done. And, all, and even then, you can forgive and trust God to pick up the pieces through a difficult, a difficult marriage. Listen, number seven. This year, by faith, you're going to get out of your comfort zone and pursue a new adventure with Christ by faith. You're going to get out of your comfort zone and you're going to pursue a new adventure with Christ. Everybody with the Bible, turn to, turn to Genesis chapter 12, verse 1. Genesis chapter 12, verse 1. When you find it, say amen. It says in verse 1, now the Lord had said, which means he had talked to Abraham before, get out of your country from your family and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. Look at verse 4. So God gave him instructions in verse 1. In verse 4, look at Abraham's obedience. So Abraham departed as the Lord had spoken to him, and Lot went with him. And Abram was how old? 75 years old when he departed from Haran. Now, let me tell you something. You're not too old for a new adventure with God. You're not. You're not. There are some sisters around here that's in their 80s, and they fly and move around here, act like spring chickens. I sure hope when I get 80, if the Lord let me see it, I can move around like that. So what's that sister name? That's, she's, I mean, she's feisty. I mean, she's all the way around. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Jerry. I love. I don't know if Jerry here or not. Where's Jerry? She here? Jerry, stand up. I, now, you know God did that. Jerry, that's the best looking 80 I ever seen. That woman flies, move all around, strut like a peacock. She ain't stuck no nursing home. Or no rocking chair. You know why y'all die so soon? You, when you retire, you retire everything. Not only do you retire from your job, you stop living. And God made you to be productive. I retired, but you retired from everything. That's dangerous. This man was 75 years old with a new beginning. That's what we learn in the book of the Bible. Look at Hebrews chapter 11, verse 8. I know it's going to take some of y'all eternity to get there. But Hebrews chapter 11, verse 8. If you can't get there fast enough, uh, that's okay. Keep trying. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 8. Hebrews 11 and 8. Look what it says. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going. This 75-year-old man. What if your mother or your father at 75 say they're going to leave your house because God told them. And when you tell them where you're going, they say, I don't know. Can you imagine your mama saying that? But why are you going? Because God told me. You mean you're going somewhere? You don't know what you, where you're going? You don't have money? You don't, you don't have anything? I, I, just leave. You would have the police to get them. Huh? You would have them seized and committed. Come on, y'all say amen. 
They got Alzheimer's. They got mind gone, everything gone. You know, I'm glad these terminologists wasn't back then Abraham's time. They say, you know, he's lost, he's lost his rocker. No, no, no. He moved out on God. You know, he left out without a GPS. Didn't have a compass. Didn't have none of that. Not knowing where he was going. Wow. That's, that's awesome. Oh, it says Abraham left, called to go out to, to the place which he would receive as an inheritance. He went out not knowing where he was going. Romans 8, 28. And we know that all things works together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. Let me tell you something. Whatever happens to you doesn't happen by accident. God is trying to get you from here to there, and there's a process for that to happen. And all God's children said, let's pray. Father, thank you for this message. And Father, you encouraged our hearts and you challenged us about weights. And Father, I didn't get too far, but that's okay. I, I, I got just where you wanted me to be. And Father, we heard enough right this moment in this service. If we begin to live it out, we'll have a year like none other. And I pray in the name of Jesus that you would salvage the lives of people under my voice. Give them a new adventure, a new beginning. Help them not to be pessimists, but optimists. Help them to look beyond their circumstances and realize there are greater things to come as they look unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Oh God, you don't want us to settle for mediocrity. You don't want us to be social saints. You don't want us to be barely making it saints. You want us to be fired up full of passion and zeal for the cause of Christ by faith. For your name's sake, we pray. Scripture tells us that in order to live according to God's plan for our lives, we must be steadfast and immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Know that our labor is not in vain in the Lord. It also tells us that we must forget our past and look toward those things that are ahead. In addition to the gift of a brand new year, God has given us the gifts of keeping the past where it belongs and looking to the present and the future, doing new things in him that shall spring forth. Isn't that good news? If you enjoyed this message and would like to hear more teachings by Pastor Rander, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church, located in Converse, Texas. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.